Um, so I want to start off, you may have seen this one because I talked about it on SNL uh, very briefly, but I was to read the headline. The first advert to show new, uh, the first advert to show new mom's lactating breasts is set to air during the Glo Golden Globes. Now, maybe as a member of the female gender, you might feel differently about this than I did, but... <laughs> It's not that it's, like, gross. It's, like, it's not gross. It's just odd. Uh, I think it's an odd thing to, like, be proud of to do the first. Like, the, I feel like the next thing we're going to see is, like, the first ad ad uh, advertising adult diapers to show, like, old men actually shitting their pants uh, to air during, like, the MLB finals next week or something like that. Like, I just, I don't think we need people actually performing the bodily functions that these products are advertising. So I think that is a really strong opening to this episode. So I thank, thank you. you. Um, mm -hmm. I want to add quickly that in context on SNL, that was probably my favorite weekend update joke this, I almost said this month, probably this <laughs> month, but this week. I actually don't remember what the joke was. The joke was that they're airing the first ad, um, but unfortunately the breasts belong to the green M&M. Oh, yeah. Uh, so shout, shout out to her. Um, shout out Green Eminem. Here's what I want to know. One, why do they need to announce that? Why can't they just air the commercial? Mm -hmm. And two, in what context? I... Is it is it a... Because, I mean, if you have a, a lactating breast and a baby, everything you need is there. That's true. That's the whole ad. She writes itself. Is it just for writes boobs? Itself. Is that the I, ad? Uh, so it's. <laughs> I can read. Boobs. I have that article pulled up. I have uh, an, I have one more thing though. Okay, um, continue. Can we? If this is gonna be a thing, can we start the free the nipple campaign for real? Yeah, I think at this point we might as well, right? Yeah, like. <laughs> um. Just a little backwards. <laughs> I so. I have the article pulled up. Frida's mom, Frida, so Frida Moms is the name of the company. And Frida Moms stream of lactation advert <laughs> is part of its new hashtag spray it forward campaign, which aims to raise awareness around the reality of being a new mother. Uh, whether starting or stopping, breastfeeding is an emotional and physical journey full of highs and lows that many new moms are unprepared for. Frida Mom wrote alongside the video. Uh, so it sounds like they're taking this pretty seriously. It's really um, depressing, though, that we need commercials to, like, facilitate the acceptance of a very natural process that, like, mm -hmm. is essential to life. I mean, for me, I think it's just, it's a little funny how almost, like, holier than thou, I'm not holier than that, but, like, what a big deal they seem to be making out of this. Just like, this is going to, you know, hashtag feminism. You know, this is going to change the way we view women. And it's like, it's a 30 second advertisement during the Oscars. Uh, let's, let's all calm down a little bit. But isn't there is it, wait, one isn't more. It the, isn't it the Golden Globes? Or Golden Globes. That's yeah. a little distasteful. No, Oscars. Because... Yeah, it's the Oscars. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, there have been jokes in the past about like, 
male presenters like sexually harassing female presenters about their quote-unquote golden globes and i was just thinking that's kind oh, of what a, it's kind of tone deaf of freedom moms what, but <laughs> what a hilarious here's joke that would be yeah um there's one last quote i want to read this is uh Ann Shiner, Senior Vice President of Advertising Sales at NBC, said in a statement, At NBC Universal, we are passionate about bringing life to authentic portrayals of women and sharing their stories with people around the world. We are, committing to using, we are committed to using our platform to share her story and the story of so many women. Again, this is about a paid advertisement on their <laughs> network. It's just like, it's so... They're so fucking proud of themselves. I can't wait for, like, it's... man Twitter to start coming out and being like, oh, yeah, well, let's whip our dicks out for ED ads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we going to see the first dude coming during a condom ad on TV? <laughs> they, want, they want ads, like, anti-condoms. <laughs> <laughs> the first vasectomy ad where we actually see them, like, sniff the dude's balls. Yeah. This anyway. is the future. Men men to launch Me Too campaign. <laughs> Honestly, male representation of dudes coming on TV has oh not been God. has not been nearly what it should be. Yeah, I just and it's about time. This whole like groundbreaking portrayal of women exactly. feeding their children naturally. I don't know. Mm. Again, on a 30-second paid advertisement. Right. Hmm. It's just like we are paving the way for future women. You know, uh, we uh, decades from now, they will look back on this advertisement as a, as a pillar of feminism and a changing in the this schism of females in the workplace. Ad. Yeah. But that, that just stood out to me this past week uh, as particularly ridiculous. Yeah. After... You found this after Googling boobs. Well, I was doing my daily seven hours of straight lactating breast footage <laughs> that I that I watch every day. Because you wish um, it was normalized. Because yes. In my in my attempt to normalize women lactating, I watch like eight hours of footage every day. Uh it's not it's not normal yet because no one else at the public library I do it at has watches even ten minutes of it. <laughs> Um, so, you know, this is me working to change the culture. This is a new segment called Why Liam Got Kicked Out of the Public Library This Week. Uh, I didn't get, no, I don't get kicked out. What do you think the employees there do on oh, those yeah, computers all day? Oh, normalizing it. Exactly. No, the people who work at the public library, if you think they're not just, like, looking at lactating breasts all day on their computers, what else is there to do? Have you ever had an in-person internship where you have to go into an office and, like, use a computer? Uh, no. I have, and as somebody who can't focus on the same thing for more than 30 seconds... The amount of tabs that I would have open and how strategically I would have to, like, click on thing to thing if, like, a supervisor walked by. <laughs> I remember looking at that website, Awkward Family Photos, one day mm -hmm. and then realizing that they could probably see what I've been up to on the computer. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not great. <laughs> so I opened my laptop. <laughs> mm -hmm. Bro, do you think there's any way you can be a full-time library employee and not like kind of want to blow your brains out i don't know like there's half of me that thinks 
that would actually be a, like a really fun job and something I would want to do. And then the other half is like, I feel like all of those people are either dropping acid daily <laughs> or just like borderline suicidal 24 seven. You're telling me my high school librarian who was like five feet tall and wore the same three cardigans every day mm-hmm. was dropping acid. God, I hope so. What a queen. Just um, for her, for her sake, I hope she was. Because well, otherwise, every, that's a tough life. Uh, I love the interruption um, <laughs> of not seeing each other. Every librarian I know was doing it part-time. And I do actually know a mm-hmm. couple. That I feel like part-time is the move. You go full-time and it's like T-minus 20 days till clinical depression diagnosis. I can't I I can't read, so I don't think it would be a good job. (laughs) That's question number one when applying to be a a librarian. Like, do you know how to read? Um Yes or no. Do you have family video on the East Coast? What do you mean? It's it's like a blockbuster type store. I mean we used to, I don't think anymore. (laughs) I actually Do you still have that in Ohio? This is twofold. I wasn't even gonna go here, but while I'm at it, ours actually started selling CBD, and that's how we knew it was on the Yo. decline. Um, didn't didn't get them through. But mm-hmm. the reason I bring up family video is because apparently if you apply for a job there, they make you take some ridiculous math test. Wait, what? I'm not kidding. To work at like a blockbuster? Yes. What possible reason could there be for that? What application of math is necessary in video cataloging? If anyone can answer that, please tell me. Cause Look, <laughs> us here at Hollywood Video, we only hire the, the best and the best, the cream of the crop. You have to have you don't a know master's to... degree to work <laughs> at a family video, and that's probably why they closed. No, no arts degrees. Those are all gone right off the bat uh no, no, community no communications college. yeah i think anything below ivy league or ivy league adjacent that goes uh if you're ivy league adjacent that goes in the maybe pile uh anything below that we throw right in uh the paper shredder i don't know if you can hear it but there is a dog barking somewhere in my suburban neighborhood mm-hmm. and it is really annoying me and this brings me to a point i've become <laughs> From living at home for, like, a couple months, like, mm-hmm. super crotchety. I feel like we're all going to exit quarantine <laughs> just like old people. It's aging me, for sure. Bro, you know what I realized for the first time the other day? Uh, it's just It's just how much worse my social anxiety has gotten since quarantine started. Uh, Don't even. Because, <laughs> so I was visiting Grace uh last this past weekend like just the other day and we went to barnes and noble uh to like pick up a book and just like being around there weren't even like that many people there but just like being around that many people i was like physically like shaking and like sweating and like i felt like i was gonna throw it just i got so anxious just being like in a public place like around like that many other people uh so, like, I, I want COVID to be over more than anything, but I'm not sure I'm going to be physically able to, like, re-enter the world after it's over. It's definitely going to take a while to ease back into, like, socializing. 
my best friend's birthday. She says she doesn't listen to our podcast. Um, I don't think she wouldn't be my best friend if she did. <laughs> but shout out to her. Happy birthday. <laughs> she told me that this year she wants like even if the prospect of doing some kind of social distancing birthday was feasible. All mm-hmm. she wants is to lie down in the bathtub on some kind of drug because that sounds more pleasant to her than trying to socialize with more than one person. And I honestly agree. Uh, yeah, that does. I like in it's for me, it's not socializing. Like if it's people I know or like in a social setting, I'm okay. It's like groups of like crowds of people, like, yeah. you know, like public places that, that's been giving me more anxiety. I actually uh, had a really hard time readjusting in the fall semester because I hadn't been in an urban, like in Boston, we live in one of the most urban parts. Yeah. Like I, I honestly, I think if you Google urban campus, BU is like one of the top <laughs> examples. It has to be right. Yeah. yeah. And I remember having like a week or two of just feeling really weird and feral because you have to walk everywhere and you're bumping into people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I had to go to my psychiatrist's office last week and I usually do like the video appointments. Mm-hmm. And being in the waiting room was giving me anxiety. I Yes. Like it's any kind of public place yeah i was like can y'all hook me up with the valium for like the waiting room part of this i know exactly the feeling you're talking about yeah Uh, i went i went and stood in the hallway i was like i can't do this no i yeah i i have done the same thing because it's just like anytime i'm inside in a room with other people that i like don't know it freaks me out it's gonna be an adjustment getting back uh maybe getting off what i assume has been an incredibly depressing past five minutes i do i want to talk about lady gaga's dogs good kidnapped have you been following this yes and i was gonna bring it up if you didn't okay did you see so for people who don't know uh a week ago i i'm trying to i have a article pull up i'm trying to find the date it was a couple days ago it was not even a full week yeah so less than a week ago uh Lady Gaga's two... So, she has a dog walker. Uh, I'm just going to read the article. So, the dogs were stolen in a brazen, violent attack in Hollywood. Uh, two men leapt out of a white savan uh, and demanded that Gaga's dog walker, Ryan Fisher, hand over the mus- musician's three French bulldogs. As Fisher struggled with the robbers, one of them shot him in the chest uh, and then grabbed two of the three dogs and sped off in the sedan. Uh... First of all, I did not realize that Lady Gaga's French bulldogs were such valuable commodities, but I, I guess it does make sense. Why would somebody want to steal someone else's dogs? I well, just... that brings us to the new development, because I assumed it was like for ransom, right? They were going to try and ransom these dogs off to her because she's like a public figure and a lot has a lot of money, right? Yeah. Um, so yesterday... The dogs were returned by a random woman just to the police station who says she found them both tied up to a pole just, like, outside of a store. So, I have no idea what the fuck these people were thinking. What have these dogs seen? What shit have they seen? I need to know. 
I I need to so, know. Um, wait. So I did not. I saw that they were recovered, but I didn't mm-hmm. read the article because I was worried that if something this is happened this, to the dogs. This is how bad quarantine yeah. has gone. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't read. I was just having like a weird day, and I was mm-hmm. like, I can't read anything that involves abuse. I just can't. Mm-hmm. So I was, yeah. I was protecting myself. Well, you'll be happy to know the dogs are unharmed. Amazing. But I have a, I have a couple. So there's a few different hypothetical situations what went down, each more hilarious than the last. The the first is that these these guys just go around kidnapping random dogs, in which case I like to think about the moment when they realize that they accidentally stole Lady Gaga's dog and the entire <laughs> world is after them now. Like the, oh, we're fucked moment of realizing that you've accidentally kidnapped one of the biggest public figures in the world's dog. Uh, That's actually a great uh, perspective. I can't, I think there's nothing like it. That moment of just pure panic. Um, The second is that they just, for some reason, hate this dog. Because they also shot the dog walker. So That's what blows my mind. What the fuck? right like they die the, well <laughs> like, they they wanted these dogs so bad that they were willing to shoot someone over it they also they also only got two of the three dogs even after shooting him which i don't know how with like i think this dog suck. Walk, they suck at their at being thieves <laughs> the, i'm just saying this dog walker needs a raise because even shot in the chest he still recovered one of the three did he finish the walk no i they took him immediately and he got care like i i was Mm -hmm. really concerned Mm -hmm. that he was not gonna make it but as i read the article like immediately they knew he was gonna be okay so thank god but so the other hypothetical scenario is that for some reason these guys just have a vendetta against this dog walker and then just decide, well, while we're here, why don't we also just take these dogs? Uh, a little compensation uh, for for him fighting back. Uh, I, I can't think of another reason for all of this going down the way it did besides those two. Did this happen in L.A.? Uh, yes, in Hollywood last Wednesday. So what I hope happens is that we find out that there's like uncovered information mm-hmm. that is also evidence towards resolving the mystery as to who killed Biggie. I think these <laughs> guys might be tied to that. Or so Lady Gaga's French Bulldogs knew who killed Biggie and this was the FBI trying to shut him up. <laughs> Maybe Suge Knight shot the guy walking we... the dogs. But uh, I was gonna say something, and I let I just let it go. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think it would be really funny if, like, two years from now, these bulldogs show up starring in like Beverly Hills Chihuahua Four, uh, and because it, <laughs> it turns out this was all some elaborate uh, contract dispute where Lady Gaga didn't want to let them star in the movie, so the the studio <laughs> just kidnapped the dogs for a week and filmed the whole movie, and then just put them on the side of the street when they were done. They have like they have a uh, 
stage names <laughs> in the credits. <laughs> they no, get I- IMDb credits. They're just like, they fully don't even try and hide it that they did this. They're like, what are you going to do? Huh? My thought came um. back. Um, <laughs> thank God. Mm-hmm. What I like about this story is that the concern is not for the human being who was shot, but for the two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, uh, my, my concern at first was for the human being, not, this is going to sound bad, but it wasn't even necessarily for him. My first thought was, can you imagine being Lady Gaga and finding out that someone killed your dog walker over your dogs? <laughs> like that has to be the shittiest feeling that can possibly exist. No, right? everyone, everyone online saw this story and they were like, oh no, not the dogs. Mm-hmm. And then this poor man is like near death. Mm-hmm. So there is one more level to the story that I did forget to mention so, uh, the woman who, who returned the dogs, who found them on the side of the street, who has remained nameless, she's, we don't know who, what her name is so far, but Lady Gaga had announced right after they got kidnapped that she was giving a $500,000 no questions asked reward. I saw that. To, to anyone who returned the dogs, uh, which first of all, I feel like has to be a trap. Like Lady Gaga feels like the exact kind of person, and I don't mean this in a negative way at all, who would say that, and then the minute those guys show up to return the dogs, she just, like, fucks them up <laughs> uh, and, like, takes them out. Um, But is that maybe a bit of motivation for this? This woman is actually in on it, and she's just yeah. trying to collect that no-questions-asked reward. Moolah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you show up to Lady Gaga's door with a goldfish, and you're like, I found one of your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he he's uh developed a passion for swimming uh water aerobics since you last met but uh as you'll see he's he's the same can i have my five hundred thousand dollars now that's not a bad theory but am i doesn't lady gaga seem like the exact kind of person who like would say no questions asked then you show up to her house with her dog and she just pulls out a Glock and like shoots you on sight. Yeah, but in just the, drops you in and the then takes the dog away. Possible. I, that, I again, I mean this. Hero. I mean this in a one hundred percent positive way. But like that, that's exactly the kind of person that I think she is, and that's why we love her. Can you imagine being a dog and being worth five hundred thousand dollars? Well, to be fair, let's not let's not pump up their egos too much. It was five hundred thousand dollars for two dogs, okay. two hundred fifty thousand dollars a dog. <laughs> So let's let's not I take, get I take too big for our britches here. Yeah, I that's reasonable. Let's remain realistic. Five hundred thousand dollars for one dog is is a is a little ridiculous. I'm but, not you know, even worth half of that. I I think there's a zero percent chance if I got kidnapped, my parents would offer a five hundred thousand dollar reward. My parents would be like, "Good, one less person we have to spend money on." Five hundred thousand dollars to keep her away from me. Literally, <laughs> if will... she doesn't come back. Here's the reward. Oh my god. That's what the stimulus check goes to. <laughs> I'll give you my stimulus check if you take her and keep her that way. Um, I do want to talk about another thing that we have been talking about uh, privately for the past week and a half, two weeks. In secret. <clears throat> yes, very secretly. I definitely haven't tweeted about it. Um, Which is that <laughs> SNL is is not funny anymore and it's taken me a lot not even anymore snl i mean i i don't want to speak to older seasons consistently not funny 
Well, I haven't. I at no time while I have been watching SNL has it been funny. I don't want to speak on older seasons. My instinct is to say that those would be better, but I haven't really seen them, so I can't say. I can confirm. Um, but it's taken me a long time to admit this. I think I've been in denial for a long time because it's a show again, and it's even like it's a show that I like generally. Like it's a show that I would want to watch if someone invited me to watch it, but. I I am finally ready to admit that it's just not funny. You know those people who say things that just leave a really bad taste in your mouth, whether they're mean, like really bad sense of humor, and you're like, man, like in your head, you build up this like hatred towards that person for no, and you're like, fuck that guy, never mm-hmm. want to see Thanks. them. I, and then yes. they and then they do something either really kind or really funny, and you're like. All is forgiven. I love you. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not so bad. That's what SNL is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was comparing them to like a bad ex-boyfriend who you look back on like fondly like, well, but he you're just like in denial about how bad it actually was. You're like, well, he, he did this for me that one time. And it's like, yeah, but he also didn't make you laugh for yeah. like 20 episodes straight. So like, is, is he really, is I, it worth it? Every now and then someone really funny will host who just owns the place and it's like Mm -hmm. damn this is what this is why it's been on for 900 years and then and then and then towards the end of the episode they'll hit you with that one skit where you're just like Mm -hmm. this fucking sucks (laughs) but yeah that's what i'm saying like and sometimes it's not even one like i feel like even the best episodes only hit about 50% of the time, I'd say. Can we also talk about their inability to recognize talent? Yes. Okay. So I'm we, I'm glad we can get to this. Kyle Mooney. Kyle fucking Mooney. Kyle Mooney. What what the fuck? Why is Kyle not on the show more? Why isn't he he's the, the head he's writer? He's the funniest one. <laughs> he should be. Yeah. Colin Jost, head writer. Look, I'm not one of those people that just hates Colin Jost. I think he's I think he's all right on weekend update i think if he was by himself he wouldn't be that good but he and michael che have really good chemistry and i like them weekend update is consistently my favorite part of it's always my favorite part of the show but do i think colin jose should be a head writer no here's how you can tell um if it was just michael che it would be hilarious if it was just colin jose it would suck so yes I said to someone this morning, because we were discussing last night's episode with Nick Jonas, mm-hmm. and I said, I'm quitting when Michael Che is gone. When he's not on the show anymore, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's Michael Che. I feel like I read an article about how he, some people are trying to cancel him like literally every other week. Uh, the dude just does not care at all, which I respect. Like, If you so cancel much. Michael Che cancel snl because then there's just no point in having it exist well in terms of like people i like on snl it's michael che kyle mooney pete davidson uh i i don't know if this is actually because i think she's like talented but also uh melissa via senor i love um she's just never on the show like literally never because she's talented so why would they have her and so I just want her to be on the show more. <laughs> Kate McKinnon's also fantastic. Um, and yeah. I think I think Keenan is essential. I think Keenan at this point is just like a spirit that Yeah, Keenan to... can never leave. Yeah. I'm kind of I don't know, I'm not it's not that I'm sick of Kate McKinnon. 
I don't know. I'm just like... She plays a lot of the same characters over and over again. Yeah, I don't know how many times we can put her in old man makeup and give her white hair and I'm still going to find it funny. Yeah. Um, it's. I think, like, she's a really talented impressionist. It's just, like... I don't know. It just doesn't really make me laugh that often. I, I appreciate the talent, but, like... I don't know. Kate McKinnon does not really make me laugh ever. She carried the cast for like her first couple seasons though. So she was mm-hmm. essential. Um, I also yeah. love how it took Pete Davidson like publicly threatening to kill himself for them to start putting him in. Okay. Skits. No, you talked about that, but that clip is from like two years ago. No, I don't. He, I don't mean that like uh, from the weekend update bit that he did saying that that was a different mm-hmm. context. They literally just kind of ignored him and would have him come on every now and then. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he became like a celebrity on the side, mm-hmm. then they were like, um, well, we can no, give you a couple Cause now they know this is what the people want. This is what my it's... vagina wants. Sorry. I just tried to interrupt you like six times and I realized what <laughs> I was doing it while I was doing it. Um, no, no. But the thing is he's been like a high profile celebrity for like years now. And I feel like this season is the first season and even not this whole season, just like the past maybe 10 episodes where they finally like started putting him in the show more. Uh, I took it as a sign that like maybe he's like finally getting like healthier and his like mental state is getting better. And so it's like him deciding and him putting maybe more work in to be on the show more. I don't know. That's how I was hoping, like trying to interpret it. But like he has been a huge high profile celebrity that like everyone loves for like years now and they've just now figured out hey maybe we should actually put him on the show i have no concept of time and i was watching some of his much older weekend update clips mm-hmm. and realized how long he's been because he was 18 when he joined the cast i yes. think and now he's been on the show like, like seven years that's crazy it does not yeah. feel like it's been seven years and they've just now figured out hey maybe this guy that everyone loves maybe he's actually funny and we should put him on the show I like listening to him talk about the cast because you really like I'm so I've always watched SNL like I mm-hmm. when I was a little kid I was like I'm gonna I'm funny I'm gonna be on that show one day mm-hmm. and like the politics of it have always been a thing and like how it gets mm-hmm. kind of clicky and he t- the way he shits on the cast for just being mm-hmm. like clicky and exclusive gives me life because yeah he's really not afraid to just call it out yeah Without, without, without being disrespectful. Dude, you want to hear something wild? Kyle Mooney's been in the show eight years. It feels... Kyle Mooney... Every, every episode feels like his, for his debut. He has been on 156 episodes and they still haven't figured out that he's the funniest one. I don't know how that's possible. (laughs) I, part of me, like... I think maybe Lorne just, like, doesn't get it. I was... Because I've also been watching old interviews and stuff recently. And I was watching Lonely Island guys talk. Uh. And they were saying that they when when they were pitching the, like, very first, uh, like, digital shorts that, like, they did. Uh, like, one of them was Space Cats, I think. Laser uh, Cats. Stuff. Laser Cats, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, and then when they were pitching those, 
Lorne did not get them and he thought they were stupid and they even they so they made laser cats on their own without telling Lorne and then showed it to him and he did he thought it was terrible and didn't think it was funny that's kind of like um, my grandpa not wanting to put non-iceberg lettuce on the menu of the restaurant that my family has had for almost a hundred years exactly laser cats and iceberg lettuce are exactly the same but and so then they were like no this is funny you just put it on the show so then he like reluctantly put it on the show and everyone loved it so then the lonely island guys basically just got like a free pass and Lauren was like make whatever you want i'm not gonna approve it because clearly like i don't get it uh and so like that's what they did they literally just like made whatever and i feel like it's the same with like kyle mooney uh where they, they, he just, like, doesn't get it. He doesn't understand how much people love him and how funny he is. Retire, you coward. I do wonder if the show would be better without Lauren. I've thought about that before. <laughs> Should we have a coup d'etat of Lauren Michaels? Um, Pete Lo- Davidson takes over. Lauren, we're coming for you. <laughs> um, Raid 30 Rock. We're going to uh, storm 30 Rock. Yeah. Just like the capital. It's, it's one of those shows where... <laughs> No, not just like that. Um, it's one of those shows where it's been on for so long and it goes through ebbs and flows, but everybody like waits for it to come back to like a sweet spot and have some good mm-hmm. content. It just has not been able to. And I think it's partly it's kind of like the whole thing like institutions don't stay intact for very long for a reason because mm-hmm. there now seems like a right and wrong way to audition mm-hmm. and apply and i think it, they're just beating a dead horse at this point yeah i like i also think a lot of people try and blame it on the cast but i don't i'm trying to pull up the, the current snl cast um, they also have like 85 cast members right now who i don't even know <laughs> yeah it's a couple like i think maybe the cast is like a little too big but also like going through the cast i feel like this is as talented a cast as they've had in a while. There's no reason with this many people you shouldn't be able <laughs> to come up to with put one together joke. A... Yes. Like, they have some really talented people. I, I have the full cast. Oh, I just hit my hand on my desk. Uh, like, I think Beck Bennett, super funny. Uh, he and Michael Kyle Tate. Mooney have, like, a comedy duo. Yes. Fire yeah, the exactly. whole cast and appoint them as cast I know you don't like Chloe Fineman, but I think she's a really good impersonator. Uh, Do you want to outline the nature of your beef with Chloe Fineman? I don't have beef. She's not funny to me, and they use her in every single skit. And I feel like you have to Mm -hmm. establish yourself. Use Melissa fucking Villasenor. Yeah, okay, I agree that I like Miss Villasenor more. Yeah, like, Um, she just showed up, and they've put her in every white female role. Yeah, but they also have Bowen Yang, Keenan Thompson, Cecily Strong. She uh, needs to go. I thought she was gone. Who? Cecily Strong. Get out. You don't like her? No. What? Why not? She's also been on for 30 years. What's up with you and the women of SNL? It's only two of them. <laughs> okay, but like, I think... I agree that there have been people that have been on this show way too long, and it's time to start... She has two fat. characters. Like if I'm if I'm cutting cast members, I'm cutting AD Bryant. Uh again, and these are people I like. I like AD Bryant. I just think she's been on the show long enough. I just and it and I just, it's, I just think 
I just... <laughs> no, I just think it's time to get some fresh yeah. blood. Uh, you know what I mean? And find They've some new people. They've got the fresh blood. They don't use it. <laughs> I think like that's yeah. like that means I need even more. I think yeah. you have to force someone's hand. So I would. I think A.D. Bryant, Heidi Gardner, uh, Mikey Day, who I also like, but like I think he's been on it long enough. Alex Moffat, uh, like I and I guess Alex, if... Alex Moffat, with all due respect, is useless. <laughs> Again, I think he's like fine. I don't Sometimes. think he's bad. I just yeah. think. We got to start clearing some space. And I'm I'm, I'm getting rid of Kate McKinnon, too. Not yeah. because I don't think she's talented, but she's been there forever. And we, I want to, I don't know, I want some new blood. We I have want some presidential term limits for a reason. Yeah, and I feel like they kind of lean on Kate McKinnon, too. Right. A little too much. But that's just my feelings. No, I agree with that. That's why I said, like, her first couple seasons, they really needed her. Mm-hmm. But now, again, and I mean, the same goes, um, especially Mikey Day. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's just a lot of them doing the same things. and Exactly. And like it's like I'm saying, I like all of these people. I think they're all talented. It's just... This is a productive it's, meeting that It's got to be a rotating roster. I, I think you have to have people coming in and out pretty yeah. frequently to keep it fresh. Um. Anyway, that was a solid... I don't know, 45 minutes on SNL. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have another uh, headline here from the past week. Uh, so this is about a proposed uh, getting rid of a certain tax on tampons in Tennessee. Uh, lawmakers worry that sales tax exemption means women will buy too many tampons. Shut the fuck uh, up. <laughs> so in Tennessee, the... Uh, so in Tennessee, there are basically things called sales tax holidays, which certain items on certain days, uh, are tax exempt to like encourage people to buy stuff. And people are saying that there should be one of those for like feminine hygiene products, uh, during uh, a sales tax holiday, uh, coming up and certain Texas lawmakers have, uh been have expressed concerns that women might go on a tampon buying spree and buy up too many tampons and it could hurt the economy so as a professional woman yourself uh what have you been planning is this all part of some sort of elaborate plan to buy up all of our resources of tampons i just want to say fuck you to texas lawmakers <laughs> tennessee first and foremost tennessee Yes. Oh, you said Texas at one point. Oh, um, did I? meant Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Texas, too. Fuck you guys. I mean, I mean yeah. Let's yeah, not... The, yeah. First, fuck you, Texas lawmakers. <laughs> Second, fuck you, Tennessee lawmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have a friend, actually, who very, 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 very admirably started a nonprofit right out of... She dropped out of college, actually, to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's blown up, and she's doing so well. And it's mm-hmm. called Amp. I'm I'm gonna plug it. It's called Amp Flow, um, and she provides menstrual products for free in public restrooms. Like she goes around, and they do mm-hmm. other stuff, but like that's its most direct impact. Um, nice. Yeah. One of the things that she and I have talked about is how fucked up it is that there has to be a nonprofit for that because it's true. Yeah. Uh, most women uh, are just gonna bleed. That's just something mm. that happens. 
And it's mm-hmm. not like we want that. It's not like uh, we can do anything <laughs> about it. I have a question for you. Have you yes. ever tried wadding up a bunch of toilet paper, putting it in your underwear, and then walking around with your crotch like that all day? Uh, I, I can't say that I have. Does that no. sound like a pleasant existence to you? Um, I'm going to go with no. Right. So that's what it feels like to wear a pad. Mm, interesting. And that's also what it feels like to wad up toilet paper and put it in your underwear when you don't have access to feminine mm-hmm. hygiene products. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, sucks. I'm just kind of worried that if women are buying all the tampons, there's not going to be enough left for the rest of us. Like, what are what are we supposed to what do? What do you use can't... tampons for? I'm a collector. I'm an enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just oh, a boy. fan of the brand. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, they make excellent fire starters. Uh, they are good for healing bullet wounds. Well, I hope this exemption benefits you mm. as well. Yeah, wait, is this a, are women the only pe? I mean, obviously, are, <laughs> are women the only people allowed to buy tampons with this exemption? Is that? No, no, anyone can buy them. They okay, just... so why are they placing the blame on us? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess they didn't, they didn't say specifically, I'm reading the quote. And they didn't say specifically women, but it's like, they're like, I am worried about like, there, there's no limit on the number that people can purchase. Uh, we need to find some way to limit to make sure people aren't buying too many. Because God forbid people in their capitalist bubble spend money on something. I mean, fellas, we all know how ladies like to hoard tampons. Oh, I, I know right? I do. Where we all, we all know that special someone in our lives when they, just that one thing is they hoard all the tampons and there's not enough left for the rest of us. Maybe they think that one application is the entire box. <laughs> you shove an entire box Just have 45 tampons, tampons in my vaginal time. tunnel. <laughs> that sounds you, very pleasant. You walk up to a Tennessee lawmaker and just you're, you've sho- put them in your mouth and you're just full of tampons. You're like, am I using these right? <laughs> oh my God. Put it in your ears like Shrek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Ew. But, you know, bravo to these guys. Make, making sure that these women don't get off too easy. We gotta we gotta keep an eye on you guys. Make sure you're not getting away with uh, oh. take, taking advantage of us and our very generous uh, three-day tax exemptions. I'm done with this topic. <laughs> I mean, we, we let women save 7% on tampons, and then where does it end? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I have. Uh, do you I have want, personal. I'll, I have personal news that I want to share. You have personal news. Okay, we can go to personal news. <laughs> um, I for some reason in my twenties have decided to accumulate stuffed animals. Nice. I don't know Very why. Cute. Um, kind of upsetting now that I think about it. But there is this character that I have fallen in love with named. Potato, potato, and he's just this really cute little potato with like an adorable face and like very innocent arm. Like his arms are just like little flaps. Um, I love him, and I recently bought for a loved one a little Tato light. Oh, and it's Tato couch potato. So Tato so... is a full brand. No, <laughs> he's just a character. He's like a Japanese character, ka- kawaii. Is that what it's called? It's like the 
culture uh, of cuteness in Japan. Um, but I bought a Tato light. And then mm-hmm. I found this whole website with just like a ton of Tato shit. And they had a Tato couch potato plush. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker is a foot tall. And his chair is like five inches tall. He takes up a ton of space, but he is sitting in my room with me and I love him. That does sound adorable. I just wanted to share that with the world. That does feed kind of nicely into another piece of news, which is that uh, Mr. Potato Head announced they were dropping the Mr. in Mr. Potato Head uh, and they will now be just a potato head. Uh, Naturally, everyone reacted very rationally and calmly to this news. And didn't accuse us of being a culture war that will inevitably lead to the end of society. Oh, wait. That's exactly what they did. Wait. Right-wing Twitter? Uh, Right-wing Twitter. I think you mean Fox News. Cable News is right-wing Twitter. But, um... This is my favorite news of the week. I was very happy. Look, here's the thing, Sophia. If we stop gendering potatoes, where does it end? If I can't look at my potato and know exactly if it's a boy or a girl right away, where does it stop? Like, I, I, I'm i just saying it's a slippery slope. That's all. Well, I recently, as I said, have uh, adopted a potato of my own. And I'm letting them explore their gender identity without trying to influence it from choosing. Um, no, wrong, wrong. I do want to say an older relative of mine who will remain nameless <laughs> responded mm-hmm. to this news, quote, don't fuck with a good thing. <laughs> yeah, because Mr. Potato Head really had a great thing going. Because we really loved R- the gender aspect of the potato. <laughs> That's why we all bought the item. But also remember the last time we were all sitting around talking about Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, this is going to be a real big hit to their brand. Yeah, it's going to it's going to change household conversations mm-hmm. in a left-wing isolated way that I don't want to <laughs> perpetuate. How dare children be allowed to choose the gender of their own toy that they are assembling themselves i actually i hope that we get some more t- like dr potato head um mm. branch out a little bit yeah one of my favorite posts of all time is that dr pepper is a woman because i actually never contemplated that and who's to say wait is that confirmed that dr pepper is a no woman or is, is a, dr a pepper a real person <laughs> I don't think so. Why? Wait, how do you get the name Dr. Pepper also? <laughs> Never mind. This is a whole rabbit hole. We, we don't need to go down. Um, I, 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 have, I have two more things that I want to talk about. I'm going to let you choose which one we discuss to close it out. I have 30 Taliban militants killed in explosion during bomb making class. Or four men get mouth ulcers after eating 30 kilograms of oranges at airport to avoid paying extra baggage fee. We're going to go with Taliban because I don't want to talk about idiocracy anymore. I'm sorry. The the 30 people being killed <laughs> after in a bomb making class is not the idiocracy one? I want more context. <laughs> okay. Um, so... I'm just going to read the, the beginning of the article. Uh, at least 30 Taliban militants have died in Afghanistan after they blew themselves up during a bomb-making class. 
Uh, the press news news agency said the uh, the firefighters. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. I, I it's I thought it said firefighters, and I was like, is this gonna be actually really sad? Is firefighters? No, it says fighters. The news agency said that fighters died. Foo fighters. When, yes, the Foo fighters were there learning to make bombs <laughs> from the Taliban. No, they died when improvised explosive devices, IEDs, they were learning to construct, exploded, uh, and that the Afghan army is the one that said that. The fighters include six foreign nationals. Happened Saturday morning. They thought it was. Um, they thought they said IUD, and they were like, "Ah, oh, fuck! It doesn't work." Oh, fuck. Now, I'm not. I'm not gonna assume to understand the mind of uh, a foreign of a terrorist. That being said, it's gotta feel pretty shitty to be up in heaven and just like be the one guy that accidentally crossed the wires, right? And everyone's everyone's looking at you, and it's just awkward and uncomfortable. I mean, the good news is they all passed the class. <laughs> it sounds like they worked. I mean, it's it's the equivalent of like guys. If the teacher doesn't show up within fifteen minutes of class starting, we all get to leave. It's like, guys, if one of us accidentally explodes this bomb and we all die, it's an automatic pass. I actually, this is an aside, but I mm-hmm. and I had a professor, like, get locked out of his own Zoom class. And I put in the <laughs> chat, is this like elementary school where if he doesn't show up for 15 minutes, we can leave? And he came in at that second and he laughed for, like, two minutes. And I was like, please give me an A. <laughs> Does the clock restart if he comes in and then dips out? Yeah, I just, I wanted to leave. I was like, anyway, back back to the Taliban. Um, of course, <laughs> I I'm at a loss yeah, for words. Just the guy hanging out. All his friends are staring at him like this fucking guy. Uh, it's got to be uncomfortable. That's all I'm saying. I'm glad and, to know that they have classes for that though, because I not that I've ever wondered, but like, mm-hmm. they're doing it in a group. It's like a cooking class. Class size is kind of large. Thirty people in the class. That's not. Were you're not getting. Social, the, were they social distancing? I have to assume not. I don't think you're not getting the best education possible either in a class of thirty, right? Like the whole thing yeah. is in like inner cities. The class sizes are too large, uh, so it makes it very hard to get one. On, you know what? That's why a, each student was not getting enough one-on-one attention from the teacher. You Damn can't effectively right. teach a class of thirty. This was inevitable, and I really hope that this is a wake-up call. For, uh, you know, whoever is running the bomb-making education classes uh, for the Taliban. Do you think when people sign up for a bomb-making class, if you even have to sign up, that student-faculty ratio is something you take into consideration? Because I prob- <laughs> I would. It's like when registration opens uh, a few months before and everyone's racing to get into bomb-making oh, class. Fuck. The it, only it one available up. is at 9.30 a.m.? You check the student portal the next day and you see 30 seats have opened up in bomb making <laughs> class. Just like, oh yeah, here we go. Oh my God. <laughs> Were they offering it as hybrid or was it all in person? That's my next question. Because what, uh, what if half the class was on Zoom? What if it's an even bigger class? And everyone. Half the rotation was there. Everyone over hybrid has to witness <laughs> the class just exploding. <laughs> They send an e- <laughs> This is why remote learning is the way of the future. They send an email to the supervisor and they're like, is class 
canceled for the rest of the semester? <laughs> When's the midterm? How is that going to be Proctor? Was that the it, midterm? Administration is just like, yeah, we're going to need a few months to find a new instructor. Uh, just continue on at your own at home, uh, at your own pace. I also, any of the questions that I have, I want you to know are going to remain unanswered because something can't bring me to Google bomb making class. Yeah, that definitely puts you on a list of some kind, right? <laughs> uh i yeah you don't don't google that but if you want to take a class uh you know i know that they're available you Um, know where to go yeah so i probably won't but thank you um i actually in elementary school was doing a project on we did like this whole weird random medieval unit and like social mm-hmm. studies i don't know how it tied into anything now that i think about it but we had like a fake renaissance fair we were all 10 years old mm-hmm. dressing up like blacksmiths and shit and oh boy i did a project on like medieval weaponry mm-hmm. and i was reading about stuff and went down probably my first rabbit hole at age 10 and got into this whole thing about like cannibalism on a school computer and then it occurred oh, no. to me, I should probably clear the search history. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had, I, so I was in fifth grade and I was using, it was my teacher's laptop because I was doing like a special assignment for like the class. That's a lot um, of trust. It really was. And so it was something to do with like nutrition or something. And it was something I was going to present to the class later that day. And I was, for some reason, she let me do it on her, like, personal computer. Um, and I I Googled, I can't remember exactly what I Googled. It was something like fruits and vegetables, because I wanted an image to use for my presentation. And it was, like, a picture of a woman, like, topless, but, like, with an, uh, like, uh, a watermelon covering her, like, bottoms. And I saw that. And immediately closed out all the tabs on her computer and then faked sick so I could go home uh, so that I didn't, I because I thought I was going to get in trouble and like get caught. So I closed out all the tabs, slammed the computer down, and then went and told the teacher that I thought I was going to throw up and had to go to the nurse. Oh my and I went God. to the nurse, had her call my parents, and they picked me up and I went home. Wow. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, I, my friend and I, neither of us afraid of death put um we found this picture of a very large man lying completely naked on a couch nice. uh, covering his private parts with a oh no with a with a stem of grapes and That's not, that is that is not the most we, effective fruit to cover a we made with. we made that the background for a powerpoint um on google oh, slides and then did you really and then we set it as all the way back so that oh. it would be behind like a white clear, but we knew the whole time oh, that, that was in the back. So it didn't actually show up, but you're just like, eh, I know. Yeah, it's it was there. like we felt like we were playing like Russian roulette or something, like that somehow it would glitch and like. Honestly, you kind of were. Live on the edge. That you really were like living on the edge. That could have gone south real fast for you guys. <laughs> and that's why we were expelled. No, I'm. And who knows? Maybe then we wouldn't be talking right now. Your life could be completely different. Take, it It just takes one thing. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we're at, we're at the end of the hour. Uh, 
do you have any maybe maybe a tidbit maybe a little little words of wisdom you'd like to close us out with this week uh if a man is the head of the household his wife is the neck <laughs> <laughs> okay 